and welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. With me, Abu Bakar Sanusi, and my very good guest, Malam Ali Usman. So, before we went on a break, we spoke about security and also the troubles with insecurity in Nigeria. So, Nigerian Customs have uh, and EFCC have nabbed two Lebanese smuggling eight hundred and ninety thousand dollars out of Nigeria. So the Economic and Financial Crimes Commission, EFCC, has commenced the investigation of two Lebanese, Dina Jihad Khali and Huel Mohammed. They were arrested on Wednesday by officers of the Customs Area Command of Patakot in River State. The Khali and Mohammed were attempting to smuggle a total sum of $890,000 out of Nigeria through the Patakot airport. The suspects have been handed over to the zonal office of the EFCC, Mohammed Oyinka, the customs area controller, disclosed that Khali, with a passport number of LR152975 of the Republic of Lebanon, was arrested with $670,000, while Mohammed, with a passport number of LR0356598 from the Republic of Lebanon, had $220,000 on him. They are both arrested while trying to board the plane to Lebanon. So the money has now been lodged at the Central Bank of Nigeria in Rivers for safekeeping. So this is not the first time we've seen foreigners trying to smuggle money out of Nigeria. I wonder why it's so common. Is it that when they are arrested, nothing is done? They aren't punished? Or what, what do you think it is? Well, I think, I think a key reason for it is uh, it's not far from the... Uh, what you have suggested, it has to do with impunity. Uh, a lot of the way people get away with whatever it is, a lot of expensive things get done and we do not see appropriate reprimand uh, by means of the full weight of the law coming to bear. Mon uh, money laundering uh, is a very common thing. Uh, a lot of the times we accuse our political leaders of looting, but you imagine it. If all of those money is looted and mm. all of that get taken abroad as it's usually alleged, how does it happen? A lot of foreigners and even Nigerians in this country have made big money just laundering money for corrupt politicians and doing similar things as the Lebanese were caught for. And this is not to stereotype them or anything, but when you dig deep, a lot of the activities of some of these Lebanese in this country it's inimical to the way we Nigerians e operate. Exactly. And so, but uh, it's also called to question how we view foreigners, particularly uh, those with lighter skin. Mm. Uh, they easily get away with a lot of things. Yeah, they do. Colorism yeah. is a thing. Yeah, exactly. It's a serious problem. And so uh, they are more likely to be given a VIP treatment and then extorted and then let off the hook. Mm. And that is why it keeps repeating. And if those guys were caught, have we thought of how many has succeeded in their missions? Exactly. So for each one that was caught, you ask yourself how many perhaps would have succeeded because there are multitudes of businesses owned by some of these people around. Some of their accomplices are Nigerians. Some of them are just fronts for Nigerians. For Nigerians, yeah. And so... Uh, you begin to wonder how all of this uh, continues to happen and uh, why 
nothing gets to happen it's because they are connected you know <laughs> they could get away with things and it's also part of the corruption that exists in our legal in our, in the judiciary because and with due respect to that institution people get away with things they ordinarily should not Nigeria is in a critical situation whether you are looking at it economically because of the global effect of the pan, uh, coronavirus pandemic or because of our secure of our security situation things that involve national security get breached easily and we do not see the law coming down heavily on people who are been so accused even in the face of overwhelming evidence evidence yeah i mean we could sit here and talk about how many people have escaped the law you know till we turn blue in the face mm. what we want is when will the law the enforcement of law be strict in nigeria because many people are asking of this if we will say oh freedom democracy mm. and what not this we're, we're abusing this yeah exactly we're it's, abusing it, democracy it's it's largely a question of responsibility Uh, a lot of citizens don't see that there is need on their part to be responsible uh, people could tell you oh it's too harsh but the law is blind and that's <laughs> how it should be but in, in certain instances where uh, certain things have happened for instance i give you an example with either funke akindele jennifer mm. or naira mali you find nigerian saying oh you are making them popular <laughs> you get it yeah yeah it's a, it's a, it's a cheap argument so so they should be left to do whatever they wish yeah. without the law being descending on them that's that's when you flip it around that's what they are saying and what's the consequences of that the same impunity that we talk about but hmm. it's in our minds when nigerians think that when you call a person to question when they put him to task that it makes him popular then uh, it's it's sickening and that's how for example uh the people like uh, naira mali have succeeded in using all of that negativity to turn it into a positive outcome for himself a positive pr so when you put him for example i'm only using him as an mm. example i'm mm. not scapegoating him mm. but Uh, but even if i do i mean it's it's on good ground during yeah. the coronavirus lockdown he came to abuja and performed part of the things we are talking about <laughs> which is the reason why i am using him as this particular example so mm. if you ordinarily when you accuse a person of wrongdoing it should become a stain on him yes exactly now but what this individual has succeeded in in doing is such a way that he has positioned himself to benefit instead of being stained, stained. by such, by such uh, negative and, attributions uh, or irresponsible behavior is one of the 48 laws of power you know all publicity is good publicity yes it but, depends on how you use it yeah yeah exactly but you see we have to stand our ground 48 laws of power and its author is not a nigerian it is not in our culture for all publicity to be pop, good, uh, good, 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 good 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 publicity it's not in our culture you cannot go to places like the far east for example places like japan china all of those places where their civilization is rooted in their culture and, and identity. discipline yeah exactly all publicity over there is not good publicity yes of course they if you if you 
if you if you commit let's say a crime there's so much stigma society just isolates you yeah, altogether yeah, yeah exactly and we see that even in the very world that the author of that book lives in for example you see a lot of people go to jail for evading tax in those same societies there is always an emphasis on honor yes but us unfortunately i don't know whether it's because of the post colonial world that we live in we have all lost the sense of honor and speaking of colonialism um, nigerians want the cancellation of french auction of a french auction of african artifacts so a nigerian commission called for the cancellation of an auction of sacred nigerian statues in palais alleging that the artifacts were stolen and in recent years french courts have ruled in favor of the auction houses whose sale of sacred artifacts such as the hopi tribal masks and uh, you know were contested at rights by right groups and representatives from the tribes of these people and one thing that we just said right now like i said we lost our honor i would say in nigeria unfortunately many of us have lost our identity yes we, we have you know we're not african and we're not european mm-hmm. that's the nigerian identity yes. you you're just this confused ball of space <laughs> exactly yes uh, but but um if nigerians if we were so serious why now why not before immediately after the liberation of most african countries well um yeah of course why not then uh, because when you really look at level of awareness and uh, afro consciousness pan africanism uh it was really stronger back then and uh, a lot of these things have been done it's a gradual thing i remember when the obelisk for example was returned to ethiopia i think around 2006 or 5 mm. uh and then a lot of the times uh, some of these things every now and then you hear that some of these things are being returned uh uh to one african country or the other mm. but it it really tells you of the clash of civilizations really uh that has been wrought upon us as africans as nigerians where we uh, globalization has been sold to us i mean you know it's the world where we can live and be free and and be all of these things you know and that you cannot you have multiple identities and all of that but on on the back of whose culture is all of these things rising it's the you understand you know, you know that that is what um, has been sold to us because we were told that globalization or civilization comes mm. with westernization yes and that is that is it when you, and even them the europeans they rejected so many uh let's say foreign ideologies and foreign cultures as well mm. because when you look at when the renaissance started mm. they decided to go back to their culture of their greek ancestors and philosophers mm. at that time europe was nothing it wasn't a global superpower that it is today yeah indeed but look at what they did they embraced this they improved it they built on it and look at where they are today but we as africans we had the powerful empires we had the kanamborno i can give you an example of bidda of the sokoto caliphate of the bochi kazana kanu you know we somehow have lost the map yeah exactly we have and it's it's such a painful thing that especially whenever you talk about appreciating culture and trying to preserve it or history 
people look at you as a backward person uh, at a point in this country history was removed from our curriculum and uh, really when you look at historians you don't find any value with them other than in existing within the four walls of the academia and so uh, it's not something that we appreciate so much so you look at even our own history as a result of that our own history has to be told to us by other people and uh, whatever they deduct from it stays deducted stays deducted whatever yeah. they add stays added and so you grew up with a false identity of who you are and uh, what we take as civilization it's in its real sense modernization and so whenever you talk a lot of the time people say oh come on this is 2020 you know the you current know. argument yeah exactly <laughs> and so we keep deducting deducting by the time we get to and there is no destination for this mind you mm. but by the time we get to wherever we get to and then we look back we realize we are neither here nor there nor there and that's why the europeans whose way of life whether their culture really uh, because it encompasses everything whether it's the food kind of food we eat or it's the way we dress or the medium of communication between you and I right mm. now the language yeah everything really has been about that side you know what the irony is mm. so you now have the case like this uh, auction house in France mm. that has come here to take what they have gotten us to reject exactly and they are auctioning it over there to them it's a treasure millions, millions of and millions and now we are now say oh okay give it back to us by the time they bring it back our children that we have brought up in the ways mind you the ways we thought we have brought them up in the west is r- false mm. we, exactly some of the values we think are western and we are teaching our children are just values that exist only on tv screens and movies and all of that Mm. And so it is not the way a child in France or in the US or in the UK is brought up because mm. they are brought up with a lot of humanity and discipline. And but we think that no uh, you, you know uh, we we don't we, we see the thing is Yeah um, so by the time even such things are brought back we have no appreciations for them anymore and then we just keep them somewhere and they rot away or anything yeah you see as, as saudi arabia i think they used to have the slogan progress without change mm-hmm. we can progress but we can mm-hmm. still be who we yeah. are yeah exactly you know i malik faisal famously said that if you bomb our oil fields we don't care we used to have oil and milk and bread we can go back and survive on that you are the ones that can survive on that you know and i would say i thank um the youth for because we are seeing a resurgence in let's say the the patronage of african or let's say nigerian culture and language mm-hmm. and what not in few this but there is a huge decay if you look at our generation and our parents generation there's a huge gap yeah. they knew more about nigeria their own history their own culture more than us yeah us we're just living in the dark we don't know where where we are who we are yeah exactly and it's part of some uh, opposition that i hold on this i say who knows probably it is that generation that didn't get anything that would get uh, sufficiently frustrated and angry to want to get it and then go back mm. <laughs> i have been thinking about that because when you talk look, just look at it really uh, mm. this generation Yeah, if you were if you went to a public school in Nigeria you know that you got nothing mm. 
the roads nothing mm. infrastructure is 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 zero you know <laughs> uh, to just put it straight you you just say zero it's, it's like we are building our infrastructure from this scratch it's right now scratch. when you look at it uh, and so i think that those of us who are young in this generation mm. who only see good roads and good trains and good logistics only on tv screens or movies that are sent from abroad mm. should now get angry get jealous of uh, those kinds of development that we see and want it here here exactly and, yeah, instead so of moving out instead of moving out and that's this exactly the same thing that i think about culture mm. that when we realize how much of a reductionist history we have mm. would be frustrated who get angry and want to get the whole thing and uh, it could trigger a revival and good enough you mentioned the renaissance mm. our own renaissance in a way over here could start as a result of that because mm. you have and you have rightly said it young people and the young people driven largely by popular culture because people have realized they can make music and localize it and it sells they I make mean look movies, at look at look at the case of Hamisu Yeah exactly spectacular I mean if Hamisu Breaker sang what he sang in Yoruba he would be winning awards left right and center Yeah exactly and it, that's the second appreciation Yes two days ago I was with an elderly man who's in his 60s mm. and he he he's not Hausa he's Nupe and he was saying and some the song was playing some i say oh this young man has done wonderfully well for himself his song is all over the place it's everywhere a 60 year old uh, somebody above 60 was saying mm. that what do we do we now need to sit back structure when i say structure what we do i mean economically really structure, structure it yeah. because if hamisu breakers jaruma song was sung by adikunle gold in yoruba language or was done by flavor in igbo language mm. would have gone global mm. but i bet you when the music awards for 2020 come up in nigeria hamisu breaker would not be there he, he would not he would he not get a mention he would not get a mention because these things have not been optimized and since we are talking about popular culture let's take it a notch higher When you mention a word like Nollywood for example or the Nigerian music industry they are talking about the industry that exists in Lagos. Mm. Every other thing is outside right of that. outside of that realm yeah. Yeah exactly. And so if you want to belong in the Nigerian music industry for instance you have to relocate mm. to Lagos. If you want to be Nollywood you have to relocate to Lagos. No that's not how Hollywood is. <laughs> <laughs> you know Hollywood is different from the reality. Yeah exactly. So we can stay in these very different places. And you know why they, that can be done successfully? Why? Even us here you would go to weddings a perfectly hausa or any other northern cultural wedding mm. and you could hear an adigunle gold or a simi song play there you would hear koridebelo song play there you hear a whiskey song play there but if you had to play alijita or another one or nazir ahmed yeah, the vibe is not exactly the same and if you were to 
these same people were to invite those artists, for example, to come mm. and perform at those occasions, the appreciation would not be the same. While you are paying Wilskid, say, 10 million upwards, if you bring Aligita and you pay him 500,000, you feel you have done a lot for a him. Lot for he him, should yeah. be grateful for that. Over there, they appreciated theirs before we, outside here, are now inviting them, paying the big bucks to perform at our own event. <laughs> That's the stark reality. So I think we have to look inward, get frustrated, get angry. Like one governor once said in this country that he is approaching development with anger. <laughs> the uncommon governor the uncommon is governor. now uncommon uh, minister. Minister. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we have to look at our own history and approach it with anger. When I say anger, mm. I mean it in the positive sense. The, positive the aggression sense, yeah. that we need to be out there. Because, hey, like you have rightly said, the northern civilization is a long one indeed. Indeed. So speaking of uh, culture, Oni of Ife, his name is Oba Adeyeye Ogunwusi, the Ojaja, the, he's the Ojaja the second. On Wednesday, he celebrated uh, International Youth Day with some Nigerian youth. And he said that BB Niger, Big Brother Niger, is mm. a misrepresentation of Nigerian youths. So amongst the other things that he said, he criticized the prominent Big Brother Niger reality show, which he said has been misrepresenting the goodness and integrity of Nigerian youth. The monarch also described the youth of the countries as untapped and immeasurable wealth and resources. The royal father, who stressed the need for participation of more youths in leadership, lamented that the youth must mis have misplaced their priorities and must redress it as a matter of urgent public importance. Yeah, BB Niger. I tell people this is not a show that I'm that I'm not a fan of. I mm. don't watch it. Mm. You like if you watch watch it if you want to, but mm. I would advise you to watch it. What's the point of just watching people sit at a home and do virtually nothing? I remember when the first edition of the Big Brother was held in Africa, the Big Brother Africa, in two thousand and four. Uh, there was no Nigerian in that house. But it became very controversial when the Kenyan candidate in the house did something that has become so common now. Mm. Uh, he was involved with a lady. Intimately. Uh, intimately. And it became so much. And the BBC uh, Network Africa, as they used to call it then, uh, a morning program, was so heated and... Uh, was like it was before the, uh, the internet the way it is now mm. so i didn't know the individual and i didn't know the implication but i know that there was so much condemnation mm. right now what you see when you go online about bb is people who run rambunctious defense of this and that etc the oba has hit the nail on the head mm. BB Niger is contrary to our culture, is contrary to our values. our values and all of that. But hey, we live in a world where any, everybody is free to hold on to whatever idea and thought that he has. Mm. And that's justified. A secular world, really. So, the new world order. Yeah, exactly. But what is happening? Uh, it's all part of the 
new world order if you like mm. there's this whole liberal movement around the world mm. where a lot of new kinds of behavior that were hitherto uh, uh unusual have now been normalized and after normalizing it is now being enforced mm. on people for example uh, the lgbt movement Mm. you are not even allowed, allowed to criticize to them criticize them if and not you would lose your job you lose you your job li- you lose right. a lot of things for opening up and saying hey a b c 1 2 3 about them but they are <laughs> allowed to say such a <laughs> thing, thing about, about you. you and they go scot free so still any, a lot of people don't know but observe it on uh, cable tv like the dstv mm when god is being mentioned in some of the channels yes they censor it when of you say course. something like by the grace of god they censor it. it yeah why because they feel that such statements is offensive to atheists <laughs> so you are including <laughs> it does not reflect the secular view it doesn't reflect the secular view exactly so you are including certain people and excluding other, other people. people that's other a people, discrimination yeah. but they have not seen it they see it as inclusion they see it as inclusion so content that further these kinds of agenda would continue to arise big brother started from europe uh but europe has reached a certain level where i don't think they even do big brother anymore there so i'm not i don't even know but probably I, they have the only big brother I hear, to, i hear about nowadays is big brother niger That's all you want. Exactly hear. because we are the people who are uh, sorry to use it too heavy but we uh, seem to accept on the unscrupulous and fly with it. <laughs> Big brother I, I don't hear even Big brother South Africa a country that we like to uh, denigrate, denigrate and yeah. you know and all that. I don't hear much about it but these people they have seen that our youth will do you know what they say they say oh big brother is coming they have suspended everything their focus is there and after big brother they will now go come back to normal life and normal the other made mention of nearly 170 votes mm. being cast for big brother and in the last general elections only 27 million votes and he was challenging the youth that instead of rising up to the occasion to some of the challenges that are around here they mm. sit and insult leaders all day and then retire to to big brother, big brother and the rest <laughs> really and these are the kinds of challenges we have some people would make argument about the empowerment that big brother has okay somebody goes into the house and the winner comes out a millionaire some of them get big endorsements and here run there But what is the value we teach? That success is easy. Just sit down in a house, locked up, eat, chit chat while away time, have uh premarital sex and then come out it, it, what? It, it, what? No 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 intellectual value added, no economic uh, value added, nothing. nothing. And then such people come out and they become superstars celebrity that's how they call celebrity or influencers if or you will influencers yeah well and, and that's why the, the, uh, somebody once talked about voodoo economy it's a voodoo economy out there mm. it's a pure capitalist agenda because 
everybody is just texting. The telecom networks are making a lot of money, money. Of, on it. Broadcast the broadcaster is making a lot of money out of it, and the little chicken change is given to those people who have debased the winner, who has debased his or herself for that duration of for time. That duration is time. And fed all of that voyeur to the millions of audience that they have all around. It's and of course, you have paid heavy subscription, subscription to for watch it. So you see, it's it's just the it's capitalist a just, a, just a ecosystem. I would say, yeah, an exactly. Ecosystem. Well, I, I mean, I sound like socialist right now, right? No, I'm no, attacking no, too no, much no. of capitalism. No, you capitalism know. is not a perfect system yeah, as well. Yeah, exactly. The that's, extreme capitalism is what we criticize. Yeah, exactly. The and exploitative so, and, type. Yeah, and so that's what you get. Mm. So all of these people take. One way or the other, everybody's been exploited. Exploited, yeah. So right now, we'll go on a break now. And when we come back, we'll be speaking with our good friend, uh, rising star, Ped Abdul. Uh, we will discuss the Nigerian singer who was sentenced to death for blasphemy in Kano. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. <laughs> 